Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Just a minute. Let me, hang on. Now, let me get my reading algorithms on. What are we doing today? Good morning. Well, good afternoon, isn't it? Probably. Good night. Something about that self-satisfied. Good night. You just get on TV shows. And... Good night. I did it. My imposter syndrome is abated for another 167 and a half hours. It's a big win day for me. Big win. How are you? Are you all right? Are you? Because uh, that. that Okay, uh, big win day for me because I, 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 okay, I remembered what I needed from Wilco's in Wilco's. I was there and I remembered. And prior to that, I walked past Wilco's and went, oh, there's something I want from Wilco's. So I went in. Huge, huge win. You know, didn't know what it was, but I'll go in. And then I remembered. Huge win. Dad's crying in Wilco's, uh, famous advertising campaign. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, actually. Uh, and also, well, we've got a round of um, Celebrity Soup of the Day with Rick. We finally got it together. Right, I got it together. I mean, Rick, Rick was always there. I wasn't. Uh, anyway, um, I was thinking, you know, what are your middle-aged wins? A huge middle-aged win. I, I remember what I needed in Wilco's. Not only that, I saw uh, two pairs of reading algorithms uh, for, for £8. So I bought two pairs of... Of reading glasses, and I got so very, very. Ow, I just. <laughs> no, they're not very good. These glasses. Um, I just, I just poke myself in the eye with the arm, of of them, so I now can't see out of one eye. Terrible glasses, then. Supposed to make you see better, not worse. <laughs> Anyway, let's press on. I want to talk to you about Clement Clark Moore. Do you know him? He might ring a bell, that name. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I know he is. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Well, just in case you don't, um, he was born in 1779. Um, he's relevant. Don't worry about it. This isn't, you know, um, uh, and uh, lived till 1863. And uh, he was a lecturer of Oriental and Greek literature and divinity and biblical learning and other stuff I'm not really very interested in. Anyway, um, he was what a guy. What a guy. Uh, He wrote a pro-federalist pamphlet. 
um, just before the 1804 presidential election, uh, attacking Thomas Jefferson, who was the incumbent president and Democratic-Republican candidate. Um, it was a polemic called Observations Upon Certain Passages in Mr. Jefferson's Notes on Virginia, which appear to have a tendency to subvert religion and establish a false philosophy. Whoa there. Um, he... Uh, well, he owned several slaves during his lifetime. And not only that, he opposed the abolition of slavery. He owned a, a sizable tract of land uh, in New York. Uh, it was an orchard. Um, and uh, he, he decided to call that area Chelsea. I don't know if you heard of Chelsea in New York. Uh, yeah, he owned that. Uh, and then he sold off parcels of it for staggering amounts of money, but then objected to having to pay taxes to pay for, you know, like roads to go through it so that people could access this property that they'd paid him a small fortune for. Um, I'm happy to really sum him up as an absolute pile of human excrement. Uh, maybe I could sort of contextualize all of that and say, well, it was a different time. Maybe. I could get there. Maybe I could forgive him. Could I? I don't think I could. But what I can't forgive him for is for having penned the pseudo-poem "'Twas the Night Before Christmas." Uh, he was the one who did that. That was him. Uh, he's the one who we now have to blame for all Christmas doggerel uh, plaguing us uh, from now until, well, next year. Every year you get it. Uh, ITV, uh, I notice have done. They've done a uh, a promo which is uh, all of the. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's it's rap. It's as bad as rap. I heard some good rap actually lately. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll tell you about that later. Um, Kevin the carrot. Basically, Clement Clark Moore gave birth to Kevin the carrot, the Aldi carrot about whom some of the worst poorly metered pseudo-poetry uh, in human history uh, has been created. Uh, for, for whom? I, I did not construct that sentence well, but then, you know, I'm doing it on the fly. Bear with. So, um, yeah, that guy. Um, I, think, I think maybe instead of like a sort of a Guy Fawkes, maybe we should have a July the 10th. Well, that's a good day for it. Um, 1863. It's going to be the something-something anniversary next year. Maybe we should burn effigies of, of Clement Clark Moore. Is that bad? I suppose it is, isn't it? Uh, anyway. Yeah, what are your middle-aged wins, was my question. Uh, did I ask that question? I don't know if I did. Uh, like finding two pairs of reading glasses or remembering what you needed in the shop. Uh, it's, of course... Uh, not today at swanburst.com or at not today pod uh, on the socials. Uh, or, of course, you can WhatsApp JK on 07862-032-654. Deed you can, and I'm always pathetically grateful when you do. Uh, and in fact, we've had some of this. Not today, thank you's Xmas Prezi Roundup. Yeah, obviously, uh, I hope you understand that I'm saying Xmas in, a, in an ironic way there. That's not... Uh, hey, guys, don't take the Christ out of Christmas, OK? 
Uh, and thanks to Jane, uh, who says uh, this may not be quite the level of Christmas gift tat you were asking for, but the celebrity calendar genre is a rich seam. Uh, the January blues will definitely be lifted by finding Ian Beale. Uh, this is an Ian Beale celebrity calendar with tampons up his nostrils. Uh, so this is um, this is available on Amazon, and it seems some people have bought it. Uh, it's photos of Ian Beale, um, <laughs> the guy off EastEnders. Uh, some nice reviews on Amazon. Neil says, a stunning calendar with Ian Beale in the most beautiful poses. We get to see him at his lowest and also sharing a kiss. There's violence, romance and some great action shots. Wonderful. Uh, and Sarah says, bought this as a joke gift for my father, thought he was funny and uses it. Thank you. What does he use it for? And Joel uh, has remarks to make uh, uh, on the subject of uh, Christmas tat. He says, while I'm an atheist, I love the Christmas traditions and nostalgia from my upbringing in the 70s and 80s. Oh, Joel, my brother. Uh, this included a flimsy cardboard advent calendar, each perforated window showing some Bible drawing with a double-doored 24 revealing the little baby Jesus in his manger, probably. Yes, I remember those. In fact, I remember the days when there were 25 doors and it was the 25th that had the baby Jesus. Jesus in a manger, probably. Uh, eventually, Joel says, we graduated to plastic tasting mini chocolates to be opened in the morning and eaten after school. Yes, I feel like they were like 85% carob. They were disgusting. Uh, now, however, advent calendars seem to have gone completely ballistic. Yes, Harrods, the Whiskey Exchange, Molten Brown and Liberty not only sell them for about 250 quid. 250 quid! That's a tenner a day. That's more than my budget. Um, but many of them have 25 doors. OK, well, OK, I'm just saying that's what really gets me. No, Joel, think back. They existed before. Uh, he says that gets me and I'm as godless as my sofa. Uh, what happened to your sofa? One I saw from some cocktail company is so expensive that it only has 12 doors, as giving you a premixed cocktail in plastic pouch every day would presumably cost the earth or kill you. Has anyone seen some worse examples? I can't say I've seen worse ones, but I've there, there are some that I covet. There was like a Studio Ghibli. And I've just realised why the name of that company makes me always think of property. Um, it's it's Gerbe, is to is to throw up in French. You know, they did one, but it was like forty pounds. I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Um, anyway, Joel says that all said, it's my birthday today. What? No, oh, was that? That was today. Okay, great. And if anyone wants to get me the Beaver Town beer one, then I'll graciously accept. Can anyone do that for Joel? Is anyone feeling? Philanthropic. Oh, Joel, happy birthday. Um, I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open a door for you. I'm going to make you a 26-door advent calendar, and then we'll see how you feel about it. Anyway, also coming in via all of the media is some more of this. Yes, it's time for Hyperlocal News. Um, don't know why I called it. Well, I know why I called it. We all know why I called it that. Uh, anyway, Jem, uh, he's got a report in. Uh, he's got a local traffic report. Uh, roads are relatively clear between my house and the bus stop outside of the Venga Bar and Restaurant on Portishead High Street. I've had to drive there yet again as my 14-year-old and 12-year-old children have been unable to get ready quickly enough to walk the five minutes themselves. Keep an eye out for any further developments. That's uh, Jem. Thank you very much. Uh, not today at swanburst.com. If you've got any reports you'd like to bring in or uh, if you'd like to actually do a field report, uh, Neil's done one for us. 
<laughs> yes, that's right, Jake. Thank you. Today's local news. And a lady called Janice decided to risk nipping into town on the bus, but what a mistake that turned out to be. She was sitting next to an old lady who was looking decidedly poorly. Suddenly, she let rip with a fart that would have not been out of place in an England rugby team's changing room. The force knocked Janice's shoes off and bleached the back of an old man's head. Janice got off the bus and walked the rest of the way into town. Now, I said this, uh, thanks very much to uh, Neil and Jem for that, obviously. Uh, I, I said this uh, back on those days when we used to use Twitter, but uh, you, you, there's sort of, we're only getting a bit of the narrative in terms of what's happening right now, you know, with uh, interest rates and fuel prices and all the rest of it. Uh, we're getting the narrative of, uh, well, everyone's getting poor and times are hard and people are tightening their belts. That's only half of the narrative, though, isn't it? Uh, because actually what's happening is a lot of people, and we are talking a lot of people are making unbelievable amounts of money right now that that's what's happening it's not like the money is evaporating like helium into space which is what helium does uh so once we've run out of helium that's it it's 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 kind of done uh it, it, it literally you know when you put it in a balloon and it floats up um it, it's literally going to space uh so it will seep out of the balloon the balloon will go to space uh, it'll it, because it, the latex is actually permeable, uh, which is why they go flat quicker than foil balloons. Um, so the, the helium comes out and literally goes into space. That's where it goes. That's why they put it in weather balloons. Um, and they, there was a huge surplus of it, I think, after the Second World War. America had this massive surplus of helium. Um, and, th- and that was why everyone had helium balloons and it was really fun. But apparently we're running out of it now. I think you can make it. It probably You probably have to use a computer. I, <laughs> I'm no chemist. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Anyway, what's happening now? I can't remember how we got onto that. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, this is in The Guardian yesterday uh, the firm behind Moe you know Moe and Chandon uh, also Verve Clicquot Krug and Dom Perignon said uh, <laughs> we're running out of stock uh, they have described this as the roaring 20s uh, 
whilst uh, working Britons have suffered the biggest slump in living standards since records began in the 1950s, uh, according to the head of LVMH's Wines and Spirits Division, uh, there's pent-up demand. We cannot make enough fizz! Uh, the chief executive of Moet Hennessy, Philippe Schaus. Well, which are you, French or German, mate? said 2022 would be, quote, a fabulous year. I tried to do both uh, for its champagne. It starts at 40 quid a bottle, if you don't mind, and can run into thousands. Uh, stocks are running low in their network of cellars that stretch for 17 miles under the town of Epernay in France's Champagne région. Uh, we are, I'm not going to try and do the French-German accent. Uh, we're running out of stock on our best champagnes, he says. As people are coming out of COVID, there's been a pent-up demand for luxury, enjoyment and travelling. Oh, yeah? Uh, cool. Um, so uh, they, they cannot uh, make enough uh, money. So that's great. Uh, champagne and wine sales were up 32% in the first nine months of 2022. I suspect that will go even higher. There are now 218,200 people classed as ultra-high net worth with assets of more than $50 million. That's according to research by the investment bank Credit Suisse. They said there had been almost an explosion of wealth during the recovery from the pandemic. Really? <laughs> cool. I said this before as well. Try and buy a pitchfork on Amazon. You can't. Uh, similar gains have been seen across the sector. Uh, Keering, or is it Keering, <laughs> uh, who own Gucci, Balenciaga and Bottega Veneta, uh, reported 14% increase in its third quarter sales. Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? Ah, that is wonderful. It goes to show if you work hard, uh, it doesn't make any difference. It's inherited wealth that really counts. Utterly depressing. I tell you what, why don't we have a bit of fun? Why don't we have another round of the popular game show quiz format that everyone's talking about in the most disparaging of terms, Celebrity Soup of the Day. Celebrity Soup. Celebrity Soup of the Day. Rick is our contestant today. And uh, Rick, you were telling me before I managed to uh, sort out technical issues here. Uh, you work. So hang on. Half of it is the council tip. No, next to the... No, no, literally half of the building is the council tip and a very small section is an engineering office where they stuff the local authority highway engineers, of which I'm one of. Amazing. Do you ever, you know, are you allowed to go dumpster diving? Uh, not anymore. When the wee recycling people used to be there, uh, one of my uh, engineers used to go nicky bits of electric because he used to have a degree. Well, he had a degree in electronic engineering and build his own Bluetooth speakers. Amazing! I had a thing where I took a, an old phone to um, my re- re- recycle, reuse, tidy tip centre. Yeah. Because you can't call it a uh, rubbish tip now. <laughs> no. um, and uh, a strange thing happened. I, I got a phone call, I don't know, about a m- month and a half later, out of the blue from a woman saying, um, is this Jake? I was like, uh, yeah. And she's like, hi, I think I've got your phone. I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I, I bought it off eBay. Um, but it's got all your, all your personal information on it. Oh, good Lord. And I was like, it's <laughs> what? And I take it to my local tip and... Um, she was like, yeah, look, it's fine. I'll switch it off and I'll, I'll like, wipe the memory and stuff. 
before I had. I was like, I mean, yeah, if you would, that would be really great. Thinking, oh, God, what's on that phone? Um, and I contacted the police saying, this is not cool. This is, this is not cool. No. Uh, and they said, actually, it's totally cool. And you need to suck it up, you little crybaby. Oh, really? Um, oh, okay. They said you had given it to uh, a, another place to be disposed of in whatever way they saw fit. And if they chose to put it on an internet uh, auction site, that's their prerogative. No, I don't know that. I mean, we, we have people that were quite upfront about it. I mean, occasionally we'd go and get spare parts for Hoovers and washing machines, and it was great. But yeah. They, uh, they stopped all that, sadly. I feel like it kind of, there should be a way. Anyway. Okay, so you're a, high, a highway hardware engineer. Um, yeah, I'm a, a road engineer, basically. I used to design them, now make sure that people build them properly. Oh, amazing. You designed roads? Yes. Oh. Did you ever <laughs> freestyle? Did you ever loop the loop? <laughs> no, sadly not. Uh, the, the area I work in is exceedingly flat. So um, <laughs> I've just got sure, to make sure that it doesn't uh, pond. That's all. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've never thought about that, you see? Never thought yeah. about that. Well, uh, I am very excited um, because, well, uh, this, this is a good round we've got for you today. I'm not going to lie. It's quite a tough round. Uh, but where okay. where are we going today? Well, I can tell you as we scan, uh, we are landing. Uh, we're going north, long way north. We're, we're in Dundee. Uh, not only that, we're in the northern bit of Dundee, and we're going to Cafe at the Roundhouse. All right. Dundee's the home of the Beano, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Excellent. Uh, and I've got to tell you, I really like this place. I called them to find out what the soup of the day was earlier. Uh, I think they would have been cool with coming on the podcast, um, but I lost my nerve after having no <laughs> luck last week. Um, but they're really amazing. Um, they... Uh, they try to, and this chimes with you so perfectly. Zero waste is is their thing. So oh, um, they collect surplus food um, and stuff that's you know going to expire and stuff, and they turn that into the food. Um, and uh, it's all kind of upcycled, re reused cutlery, napkins, everything. Um, that sounds excellent. And the woman was so nice, and she said, "Oh, you should follow us on Instagram." And I was like. Lady, I'm just I'm just doing a quiz on a podcast. But actually, I have followed them because, God damn it, they're really great. And oh, um, they are at Roundhouse Kitchen, and you should tell them how, how great they are. Maybe don't mention this quiz. I don't know. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> so that's where we're going. Roundhouse Kitchen, all about uh, sustainability. I can tell you um, they – well, in fact, I can tell you that they're special – uh, a few days ago was a ciabatta pizza with roasted pepper and mozzarella or chorizo and mozzarella uh, with coleslaw and a mixed green salad. Um, and yeah, but the, the, the big question is, is going to be, uh, what's the soup of the day? Oh, right. Well, you see, I, when this first came out, I wondered whether these were fictional places or real. And this sounds very real and actually very nice. Yeah, no, the, these are definitely real places. And I do go through the tooth enamel stripping process of phoning people up, trying to find out what the soup of the day is. I mean, we can't, we can't doubt your diligence, Jake. I can't, I can't defeat my BBC training of safeguarding no. trust. And even though this is a very low stakes game with no prize, I, ca I cannot lie. I cannot, I cannot deceive the audience. So this is all well, true. It's all... That's very commendable. Well, I, I would, I would think that their soup of the day, given their 
uh, credentials of being sustainable and reusing food yeah. would be something along the lines of a carrot and coriander. Carrot and coriander. Okay. And how confident are you feeling about this? Uh, because uh, the question now is... What celebrity uh, are you prepared to gamble on this? Uh, what celebrity are you going to bet on this? Remember, if, if you're very confident, you'll, you'll go for someone very high stakes. You know, you might want to do one of the Obamas or something. And uh, if you're not feeling confident, I don't know, I'm thinking Toby Anstis. Something oh, like I that. I mean, the thing is, I wasn't sure, because I've listened to the format before. I didn't know whether this was a celebrity we wanted to win or a celebrity we wanted to sort of sort of remove from the equation. Not in a depth <laughs> sort of So I didn't know whether this was doing a public service or not. No, you are, you, well, this, this is the celebrity you want to win. So, you know, if you won, this would be a celebrity that you could have uh, around your own home. Um, so it's a question of, you know, if it's someone you really want... Um, you know, if you're confident, then go for someone you really want. Um, but if you're oh, not right, feeling so confident, then then pick a celebrity that you wouldn't mind losing. Like, I wouldn't mind losing. Okay, yeah. then it's the, I'll go down that route, and again down the public service route. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind losing James Martin. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is that? Well, I, I, I think it's a, a little bit of a wrong, but he can cook really well. So, I mean, that would be handy, and I could perhaps teach him the air of his ways. It's it was, uh, an old, an old program about cars I saw him once, and okay. he just came across as, well, a petulant child, and I thought, okay, fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, it just brought to mind when you said the celebrity you could lose. I thought, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is interesting. I, I hadn't really thought of this as a kind of subtractive game, but I suppose perhaps it could be. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, there's something about the chunky chain on the left hand. Um, yes, there is that, yes. There's something about that that I can't quite take. And, and yeah, there's a certain cold glitter to the eyes. Very much so. From my production experience tells me, get his coffee order right. Oh, definitely. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to get that wrong. Well, you'd only get it wrong once, wouldn't you? So look, if you win... If you yes. win James Martin, yes. what what will you do with him? Well, part of it would be um, I shall sort of put him for use in my kitchen, which isn't exactly exciting, but at least it uh, provides a service. A service, but largely it, it's about removing him from the uh, television screen. Yeah. He also seems to get a lot of work um, travelling around the world, which would be wonderful to any number of celebrities who could probably do it in a far friendlier environment. That's a good point. I, I will say he's an incredible multitasker. Like, his ability to conduct an interview while he's cooking is second to none. So you could maybe have him, like, I don't know, clean your toilet while at the same time doing you an oil painting or something. I mean, that, that's a good idea. But he'd also have a lot of telephone numbers of people I'd actually like to speak to, you know, like the yeah. Matt Ebbets and Simon Rimmer sort of thing. So that's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, contact man, yeah. Yeah, well... <clears throat> Sadly, it's it's too late to opt for Simon Rimmer uh, because okay, because you have placed your bet, and it is time now for us to find out the soup of the day. Uh, drum roll, there you, you get a roll with it, and it is. You said carrot and coriander. I did. It's roast pumpkin and coconut with paprika. Oh, oh, I, I nice. didn't know that was a soup. That sounds fantastic. I know. I've got to say, uh, I do feel like um, they are they're, they're, they're good people. I want to eat their food. I, I would go to Dundee just to say hi. <laughs> 
Rick. There's, there's lots of good reasons to go there, I'm sure. You haven't won, James Martin. Um, well, uh, I mean, I, I am crushed, but um, I think I can live with it. Yeah. I can live with the disappointment. Um, huge thanks to the manager of the Roundhouse Kitchen, uh, Community Kitchen and Cafe in Dundee, uh, for being so nice on the phone. Uh, Rick, thank you for playing. Thank you, Jake. It's been a pleasure. Um, you know, we'll all carry James Martin in our heart forever, I think. <laughs> or at least for the next 10 minutes. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks very much uh, for that. Uh, if you would like to play, why don't you get in touch? Uh, you can email. It's not today at swamburst.com. Wow. Uh, and uh, you can, there's the WhatsApp thing, which I, I can't remember the number. Uh, or you can add not today pod on the Twitter there if you uh, want to, to do that. Saying that, I haven't checked it. I should probably check it, shouldn't I? Uh, Middle age wins uh, as well. I'd love to know uh, what things for you have been a bit of a win uh, on the uh, middle age front. Uh, do let me know. And 18 notifications. How can there possibly... Uh, Martin says, I'm definitely not Lord Lucan. And uh, Julie says, I've been playing Shades of Grey bingo. Uh, wow, there's a photo of four grey cars uh, back to back or parked there. Um, thanks very much for uh, all of your communications. I'll, I'll process them and we'll, we'll stick it back in. And uh, Catherine says, should we reinstate our Patreons? Um, yeah, I mean, previously when I did this podcast, uh, there was a, a Patreon supporters thing um, I'm keeping it simple this time because um, it, it, was, it was it was a lot to deliver in terms of like live streams on video and all the rest of it. I don't want to over promise and under deliver I know it's far too late for that I, I set off uh, some half an hour ago but if you would like to make a donation my god uh, that would be amazing uh, you can PayPal it do you if you do that um, to not today at swanburst.com but if you could attach a note saying something like NTTY or not today or something like that that would be really helpful uh, for accounting purposes uh, offshore Bahamian company uh, that it is uh, thank you um, and uh, in the meantime take care of yourselves and I will be back on Friday I think wow this has been a Swanburst Media production. 